Hello and welcome to the very first ever edition of Gamp Live. It's not really live so much as it is about eight months old, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. Um, the intention of this episode is uh, to kind of have something a little bit different. The first thing I need to mention is the sound quality will not be its usual high self. That doesn't make any sense. The sound quality will not be its usual high quality sound. Um, because we recorded this back in the summer when Mark was visiting here in the great state of Utah. We went to see two films and uh, recorded our thoughts after each of them. Uh, we listened, we uh, watched Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets and Atomic Blonde. So uh, coming up first is our discussion about Valerian. Um, yeah, it was pretty good, but uh, I'll let us from the past talk about that right now. We're rolling? We're rolling. Okay. Uh, Maloyne. Maloyne. <laughs> Maloyne. And when... welcome to our discussion of what we just saw, which Valerian was... Valerian and the city of 1,000 planets. Of 1,000 planets. <laughs> yes, 1,000 planets. And 1,000 planets. <laughs> <laughs> we are currently sat in a baking hot car in... So fucking hot. Centerville, Utah. What's the temperature? Actually, 91 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's 91 degrees. It fills every one of those. Whatever that oh, is. Oh, shit. In... That's really cool. Dude. Yeah, it's, yeah the, the, the interior of my car is very dark, so it tends to get rather warm. Um, Warm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, first impressions, what do you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. mean, it had a few uh, things that we'll get onto, no doubt. Yes. Um, but I really, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I was starting to well up, even at the beginning, yeah. when we had the little human... Um, oh, the, the, like the, the evolution, the pr progression thing. Yeah, uh, what would you describe it? Like the... Um, the realization of human ambition in space. Yes. When you have ground control to Major Tom play over I love that. Which is not that song's called at all. It's not called ground control. It's called Space Odyssey. No, it's called ground control to Major Tom. Check it, brackets, check it, condition engine Tom. There you go. Just the old lyrics from the time. Come on, Dave, what are we doing? This is what we're doing, Tony. That was Tony. Probably, yeah. Brian. Brian. Brian Eno. Yeah, so. Yeah, I really, 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 yeah. I really liked it. it, had, it yeah. yeah, I thought it was great. I actually, um, particularly the, the things that really stuck out for me was visual style. I mean, I loved Luc Besson's previous kind of futuristic work, and it had definitely flavors of the fifth element in terms yeah. of visual style. Um, particularly for me, the uh, like command centers and the uniforms of the the brass. They they, they kind of reminded me very much of the um, the kind of higher up police folks in uh, in. And, 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 and yeah, and military folks in his elements, just in kind of, kind of shape. I thought it was pretty good looking, but yeah, I mean, I, I really like the way the movie looked. Um, the concept is fascinating. Like you, I absolutely adored the intro. Uh, I thought the, the opening was very, very, very strong. Um, and uh, yeah, like the, the kind of the, the spoilers, of course. The uh, the, the handshake. You know, where yeah, it yeah, kept yeah. on coming in and there were different species and it's like, how do we hand shake hands? And first it was those kind of like blobby fish people and, <laughs> and then, yeah. I yeah. liked it for a while, it was the same dude and he was just getting older and older. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then it was some other dude and then it was just, it seemed like they do say, whatever, whoever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Just send someone yeah. out to introduce them to them. It's a hundred years later at this point, yeah. so people, yeah. Um, I, the one thing uh, that came later in the film where they talked about Alpha, which is the, 
what I guess the International Space Station is eventually going to become. Yeah. Um, that's the city of a thousand planets. Is they said it, it traveled seven hundred million miles. I'm curious to find out how far that is in like astronomical units, because that doesn't seem far enough to me. Parsecs. Parsecs. Yeah. <laughs> we learned them from Star Wars. Yeah. It's a parsec. It's a parsec. It's okay. not a parsec. <laughs> Um, uh, but I, I suppose uh, yes, strong strong things were definitely visual. Some really fun characterization, like the I I'd, I didn't catch the name of the species of the the, the kidnap Loreline Loreline. They changed like pronunciations throughout. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but the, the the tall blobby ones that the bubble helps them get into. <laughs> that face was like she tries hard, excited and trying to trying to show the dresses. Was was absolutely brilliant. Like, Do you want to stab me? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was great. Hey, I work for the government. If you want to avoid a diplomatic incident, you better let me go right now. Listen, I didn't come here to get a makeover. I need to leave. Do you understand? And, and that was that was true for a lot of the CG. I find with with like CG heavy films that sometimes they tend to kind of not put, imbue character into anything other than the human characters. Okay. And with this, it, it seemed like there was a, a deliberate effort made to, uh, to to make those CG CG only characters or probably motion cap characters uh, really so have character. Giant. Really have like all some kind of. Yeah, if anything, the least the least humanity it had sometimes was when it snapped back to that control room, and yeah. it was just people in front of plastic. Yeah, you know, in in I mean, you said the, the uniforms are kind of cool, but they they, they looked a bit they didn't seem particularly worn in. Did no, they, they like, didn't. It they didn't. Felt yeah, very true, just yeah. made, and we shot it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. But that's fine. But it's future fabric that never wears. Yeah. Oh, for, oh, yeah. Which is yeah. Apart from when you shoot your sweet globby stuff all over it, and then you just get like a line of globby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, for the rest of it. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, all the all the CGI guys and everything they everyone had. There was a lot of uh, character to all of it. I mean, even from your, your dancing princess girl at the start. Yeah, and so, that was actually the, my thought when that was going on was, I can kind of see why with this opening, this has underperformed somewhat because it's it's pretty out there. Like she she gets some a handful of the pearls and like cleans herself with them, and she's got a little pet which which becomes. That key to the movie in terms of like that's the MacGuffin everyone's after. Um, but I, I, like it, what it reminded me of was like this is so far out there that that even casual sci-fi folks are going to be like, oh yeah, I'm having a bit of a challenge with this. Okay, that's and, fair actually. Because I, I was loving all that. I loved all too. the the Grand Tom to Major Tom stuff. I loved all the the bit on the planet. And then when the ship started crashing and the thing blew up and we went to like. Dane DeHaan and, and Cara Delvin, like I was a bit like oh yeah no it's oh just give me all of that give yeah. me a whole movie of this uh, yeah, weird like, languageless absolutely yeah. visual storytelling I, I could have done uh, with, a, with another like 20 minutes of that and I'd have been perfectly happy mm. um, and you're right I actually and thought and it would have made no money <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to pull a Wonder Woman actually and when the things were falling through the sky like Valerian was going to be in one of them oh, really? like Chris Pine falling through the, uh, okay. the, the Femiscura kind yeah, of yeah it could, it could make yeah. sense um uh, yeah, I, I, the, the the kind of I suppose they were a bit Navi-ish, weren't they? The uh, the pearls. There was um, a version of that that was he was working on it like oh nine or something that he okay. shelved because of Avatar. 
Um, and then was like, all right, I need to rip it up. It's too close to Avatar. Fair enough. So, um, and so, yeah, I could definitely see how as soon as Avatar comes out or you start seeing stuff, uh, Besson's just like, no, no, no. Ne pas de Valerian for ne, ne now. Ne pas de Valerian. Le pour la décade. <laughs> Before the Jim Cameron has got his sequels out, that bastard. Merde. <laughs> Canade, Jim Cameron. Is Canade duck or is Duck, it? that's duck, yeah. Canade, Jim Cameron. What's Canade? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, you ordered a restaurant. Yeah, you got to be really careful. Cunard at the uh, no, was it uh, Cunard de Lange? <laughs> Cunard de Lange. Like, don't order that. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, yeah, but I, I thought that the they were much more interesting than I expected them to be from their visual appearance at the start. I kind of thought they would be just kind of one-dimensional, but they they seemed. That's prejudice. It is prejudice. Prejudice. Yeah. That's what the film's about. You don't yeah. understand, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I don't understand. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> we close this door. What's that light's going to stay on? Oh, and Bring the... Well, I've got my engine on, so... Check ignition's engine on. Right. Um, um, uh, uh, well, how so, do you want to... Uh, yeah. Well, what were, the, what were the negatives for you? Um, occasionally it was just I just wanted them all to shut up yeah it was fine until they opened their mouths yep. and, and they were just it's, so like oh this has got just don't make it so clunky right it was like racy 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 action 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 furthering the plot furthering the plot oh they've got to have a quippy scene together that doesn't quite work yeah and you occasionally have dialogue from either side that just feels like it's from different pages of the script it does doesn't it like, yeah yeah what was that it's like, why, why, what was that conversation about the one at the end know? where it's like only we can make this right Lorlane, I'm a soldier I play by the rules it's what makes me who I am. You see, that's why I don't want to marry you because you really don't know what love is. Wait, what? Well, and also <laughs> he had, he had just punched out his commanding yeah. officer. And the whole I'm thing a is soldier. You just smacked the like leader, the, 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 the leader of Alpha in the face. So, and all of a sudden you're duty bound. Yeah. Surely you wouldn't have hit him if that I was took the case. my oath. It's like you didn't even read the memo. Big yeah. market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Big market. That guy was great. He was, he was just like he had his performance chops turned up to eleven. Yeah. It was great. It was massive turban. Yeah, him and uh, the uh, sea captain guy. You were. Yeah, on. the sea captain guy was fun. Yeah, he's kind of a. The, the, he wasn't in it for very long. Slightly but... drunk French kind of yeah. guy. Uh, I like the fact that they put like a, a mini bottle of champagne <laughs> in in like a clamp on the end of a, a wire, and it went over there, and he smashed the top <laughs> off and just like squirted it, it into his face. It was amazing. Most of it was completely wasted. Yeah, it was completely wasted. So. It was just it was, like ah, hello. It's all in his beard. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it, overall, you know, the tone of this is is it was it was definitely a fun film, but it was it takes you on a hell of a journey actually. From it does, you know. it felt it felt kind of long, which I don't know if it's a negative or a positive, but or it could be indifferent. But it did, it felt its length to me. To really, point. how yeah. long was it? Because I, I so we know. came out. It was two thirty odd, wasn't it? We came out. Yeah. What time were we going? Uh, we went in at twelve oh five. So cut. So two hours and a bit. Yeah, two hours and a bit. Yeah. And so I, I I don't know that I felt the length of it compared okay. to some things, but. Because um, I was enjoying it, but it, it was the roller coaster movie. It was like, okay, we've done a little bit of that. Now we'll go to the big things like fishing with butterflies. Yeah. Oh, now we'll go to the sex 
bit. Now, oh, yeah. now we're back in the hole. Now we're in mission control again, and then we'll go under the water, and then you know. It did, and and uh, when they first and get thousand planets. When they first get to the city of and thousand planets, um, there's that that kind of expositional scene that the computer does that explains it to you, and that felt like. Do you the, want to get us up to date? Do you want to do an exposition dump? Yeah. Yeah. For, if, well, if, what it felt like to me was like a cutscene in a video game. Yeah. That's where, where you're arriving, that you've done your first mission off planet, yeah. and then you get into where you're supposed to go, and, and yeah. it's just telling you everything you need to know about it. And the fish live over here, and the gassy people live over here. And There's a little shot of like some gold dudes who yeah. seem to be working little techno plates. Yeah. Or whatever. There was one thing about the technology in the movie. It seems to be a shit ton of wires and everything. <laughs> I did think that. I like that. When. But, uh, um, Oh, what was the, the lad at the end where the general, the general dude oh, yeah. was telling the other dude, you do it, yeah, you, you do, do it. it. Yeah, hey, disposable Asian man, yeah. go and get shot for me. Yeah. And he ripped the back of the thing it's off. Full and, of wires, yeah. yeah. And PCBs and stuff. It's like, yeah. well, 400 years later, a PCB looks the same. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then there was like a plate that looked kind of like yeah, it was like an optical storage. Glass iPad thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which is a bit of a sci-fi trip. One of the things I did like about the visual style of the technology was there was a point where they were uh, tracking Valerian from the control room and he was just like a little dot on a screen oh, and, yeah. and he kind of turned at right angles and stuff and I was like I quite like that like, exactly waka, 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 a little, little bit of yeah Pac-Man exactly <laughs> I, I, I thought I quite like that that's because that's it seems like most of those movies most movies that are set that far in the future now it would be uh, like you know holographic projection yeah, of of something so well there was so much now in it because like why would why would big market use kind of school buses yellow American yeah school yellow buses. American school buses and helmets as well yeah. you know like they won the one and the guy with his earphones yeah the yeah. big kind of yeah, beats on like, yeah yeah with the, the little, little whoop, yeah random. blue blue um, but they rock up there and it wasn't just like okay they're in a they're in a bus that's fine and then they got there and it was just like 800 well, other buses a shit ton of them. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. and then you just think it's like well is it a gimmick yeah Luke yeah. Besson thought it was cool yeah Luke Besson <laughs> thought it was cool and maybe maybe Big Market thinks like Big Market retro, you know? <laughs> Big Market thinks it's you know it's, it's delightfully retro or something you know yeah, yeah I suppose yeah, it's a uh, tipster. It's hipster, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. 400 years from now, it's like, oh, it's so, it's so old. Yeah, look at this, it's so old, and no one knows about it. Me. Big market. But, yeah, big market. <laughs> but the, yeah, I think I think the, the bits that took me out of it were they tried to do quite a lot of quippy dialogue between Valerian and. Oh, her name's Eponine. Cara Delvin. Cara Delvin. Oh, Loreline. Loreline. Um, and. Loreline, Loreline. Loreline, it's got an end at the end, I noticed. Oh. Um, and. It just didn't seem to work. I don't know whether it was poor acting, poor directing, poor script, but it, whenever they were doing the stuff from the very first scene, that was the stuff that kind of made me go spin on. And it wasn't yeah. that I wanted to get to action, it's that I just didn't think that was particularly well done well, and their characters didn't... I never got where the line was drawn between snarky, quippy, snarky, snark yeah. and genuine, I love you, let's get married. Right, and that I... could, could be due to the flat performances. Like the Valerian guy, his voice bugged me. Oh. It sounds like he's putting it on. Oh, talk like this. Yeah, it just kind of doesn't sound like it naturally fits him because he's got that slightly boyish feature. Well, he looked like a going. haggard boy. He did look like a, like a haggard boy. <laughs> haggard. And what was the bit where oh, someone said something to him and I was just like, really? You're going to say he's that? Like, uh, oh, I can't remember what he said. I think it was early on when he was boasting, like they were boasting about conquests. He was yeah. saying about different things. And uh, it was kind of like a lover and fighter style comment. And like we all know that you're the world's greatest, the universe's greatest lover and fighter, or whatever. It's just yeah. like, really, really, we're going to say that about yeah. the little skinny, weedy, weedy but, yeah. Yeah. with his with his haggard, giant haggard face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just a bit. I think it could have done with some slightly better performances. I thought Carl Levine was pretty good. A little bit flat at times. Um, but 
decent enough, you know. I thought both of them were decent enough. Yeah. But then they, were, they were outperformed by the things around them. Mm-hmm. So, but they, they kind of made you, like, <laughs> they, they were outperformed by that, yeah. that lady and Big Market. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but you'd occasionally get sort of, because they were, it was almost kind of like, okay, so we're making this B movie. And they're they're fine for like sci-fi B movies, sure. And then everything else is so heightened. It's like like Oscar-winning visual effects and yeah. everything, and and the world realization is so good because you've got those like Oscar-winning visual effects. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like oh okay. And even like Clive Owen is you know can sometimes be not the world's most emotive actor. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who the slightly grizzled man who wasn't uh, Jason Fleming. Yeah, I don't know who him, he was, but he's pretty drum. decent, but not great. Yeah, but again, it's 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 all kind of it feels a bit like also rants a little bit in a way. Yeah, and but but only in comparison to their <coughs> surroundings. I think that's a that's a that's a good observation. And you're right because I mean, Luc Besson for me is so good at that visual world building. There was that fly through of Big Market at the start when you kind of went. He broke away from the, the little tourist group. Yeah, you and he would flew your... through and went down like multiple layers, and it was that was very Fifth Element to me, and, and that's the, then the, the strongest stuff in Fifth Element, aside from things like the Dallas multipasses, is that visual gorgeousness of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of his style, and costume design is great. I love the costumes in this. I thought it was really cool looking stuff. I loved the guy's hat when they, and she mentioned it even when they when they first. Meet the, uh, the like the, the oh yeah his big helmet his, thing his big old, yeah like, I thought he was going to pull, pull the front it down, down it too, it's and it was some kind be, of hollow screen or, or, or no I thought it was going to be you know they were all getting those hats as they went into big big market yeah, you know, like, yeah. and um, I thought he was going to have like his homemade gimmick one oh, to go sure, in as a mercenary yeah. like yeah you couldn't get the little tight those ones but yeah you could get your your homemade deal um, but then the other guy had his big one where he was controlling the uh, the dude up there with his dad yeah and he kept doing this. Yeah, yeah, he was like shaking his hand like he's firing the guns. Yeah, and, stuff, and then he yeah. did it again because he was controlling the one on the top on of the, the roof. Bus, yeah, there, I, I kind of didn't like how they they were just all completely disposable to Valerian and, and they did just leave them to just, die. They did. They just kind of crawled out and jumped onto the ship and they're like, yeah, you guys. Yeah. And, and then that dog as well. I mean, it was yeah, a dog, whatever. The, it was the, beast. Yeah, beast. beast and he dog. was he's gonna die because they just cut away from him falling back. And I'd wonder whether they were gonna give him like a tunes. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like a Wiley Coyote puff. He looked like he was gonna fall onto like solid rock, so he was just gonna be flat. He was done for. Yeah, absolutely. And did you know? They had a little piece of her dress on his claw. Yeah, because he looked yeah. at it just before he fell. Because yeah. like, yeah. I wondered if that was going to be a thing. Because just because story structure, you know, the guy was like, "I'm going to find you mm-hmm. wherever you go in the universe. I'll find you." I thought maybe he, oh, the, he, he was going to show up at the end, but he never did. Yeah. And I wondered if the little rag was going to be like a so the dog can find Cardavin. Yeah. So he finds yeah. it in like the, the the mangled corpse that's fallen <laughs> like like eighty thousand feet, and he's like. This weird. It sounded like John Goodman. It did sound like John. Yeah, we'll use this to track them down. Blood covered dog, blood covered rag. Exactly. We'll, yeah. we'll totally somehow find Cardo. Yeah, with all the technology we have in the universe, yeah. we'll use a piece of torn cloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was weird that they didn't show, but maybe you could. You, I mean, there's sequel. nothing saying sequel. Jabba sure. the Hutt. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it'd be frozen in carbon up one. He did kind of have a bit of a Jabba feeling to him, didn't he? Yeah. That, that makes me think actually, because I was wondering. Just if it, if you didn't do Dane DeHaan, like if if there could have been someone who could have portrayed that roguish one kind of uh, better, mm-hmm. like I was just trying to think of who it could have been. It probably would be like Seventies Harrison Ford, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably would. Like if you're trying to go for that like uh, Han Solo type thing, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of who, who could do that these days. Everyone's so baby faced. Chris Pratt already does it somewhere yeah, else. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get him. No. But anyway, I mean, Dayton Home's fine because it's kind of an interesting, it's different, it's not your big sort of 6'2 kind no, of muscle, muscle, muscle guy. guy. Is he? No. But, the, I mean, they were outperformed, both of them to an extent were outperformed by their uh, 
what was around them a lot of the time, which was a, a bead of issue. It was, so, yeah, it was. Um, but overall, great experience. I, I, I thought it was. It did was, it live up to your expectations? Because this is on a super pump day. This yeah, was the one you were super pumped this, about. This was. It actually did. Yeah, I was. I was. I, 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 a little bit of the shine was taken off it by those kind of clunky, like, stopping, like... We didn't see it in D-Box. <laughs> <laughs> Progress stopping scenes of, of dialogue between okay, those yeah, two yeah. Uh, that just didn't seem to work for me for some reason. Well, there was a bit where they were climbing across that giant um, pipe thing. Yeah. And they stopped on the, the on precarious the pipe. giant yeah, pipe to yeah. have a little debate about whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's just like, just stop talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> stop talking! And it's not like I want just action, but when you've got those moments, you know... There's a lot that you could have just done yeah, visually. And, yeah. and for such a visualist, I'm surprised that... But maybe maybe there was a bit of a kind of like... You know, we're not making a silent movie kind of bit, so you've got to throw more words into it. Kind of yeah, it could be. Here and there. Um, just to try and carry off some of it. Because, like, okay, so very early on, I thought... Because... Hang on a minute, am I trying to... What am I trying to ask here? What did you make of the reveal of um, um, Colin Farrell? What's his real name? Clive Owen. Clive Owen. The reveal of Colin Farrell to be the bad guy all along. Because I thought that from the very beginning, and I just thought it was... Everyone knows... It was so clear. He's got his... uh, What were they called? Like, K-bots or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was was so waiting... K-trons. I was waiting for... They had the little light. I was like, when they go evil, they better go red. red. And And I was like, yes! That was fantastic. Um, No, no... yeah, the second you saw him, and he's he's got a torturing stupid big metal thing on, he's torturing the yeah. the, the, the pearl and stuff. It's the upside down elf. You know? Clearly, he was the bad guy. The upside down elf. He was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was quite clear. And yeah, because they did that that thing where it was the, the flashback scene to uh, when they're having the fight over over was it called mule. Yeah. Um, and then there's, there's they, don't, they intentionally around. don't show. They intentionally don't. And of course, it's him. Yeah, well, but so a, I could... it sounds like him, and B, it's him. For most of the film, I thought they were just... It was just that, you know, you all knew he was the bad guy. Yeah. But they didn't. They thought they were on a, miss you to, uh, a mission to rescue who the commander yeah. or whatever, a general. And, um, and 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 then all of a sudden, it's trying to pull off this, like, oh, but he's the bad guy along. It's like he was fucking torturing someone. Yeah, it's, it's, it was really strange, because I thought that... Yeah, I didn't feel like the, the, the line of it was going one way, but maybe it was just there just in case you hadn't or, or you'd forgotten... Like that—that that was the through line of it. It was strange to then try and pull a rug from under you and make him the maniac when you kind of thought he was from the very beginning. Because like, even, not even just the torturing, but when he turns to the K K bots, K trans, K marts, and and goes, uh, you know what to do, right? Just kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did say, they did say kill them all. Yeah, but, but pretty when much. the time comes, you know what to do. Kill them yeah, all. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and I, I did wonder whether the K bots and, uh, and um, the go bots and. Uh, Killed all the, the original because they said they sent in a first mission down mm-hmm. there and they'd lost them all. Yeah, and I wonder whether the GoBots had done all that as well, Quite like possible, just yeah. murderized all yeah. the first squad. So but it, it was a bit odd story wise to, to, to do that because I thought it was doing something really interesting and kind of new where you knew who the bad guy was from the very beginning. Then we're going to subvert it or but something. Other characters didn't. No, no, just follow that line through. Oh, okay. I see. I thought what they were the other maybe... characters have to realize what the audience already right, knows because right. it's it's not. It's like Murder, She Wrote, when you, see, when you know who the murderer is, but Angela Lansbury's got to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, or Columbo has to figure it yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's Columbo in space. Yeah, That's exactly. all I want. Columbian. For Lumbo. For Lumbo. For Lumbo. And this. For Lumbo. <laughs> but, yeah, so what I was thinking, because I thought, well, that's too obvious, and I think they know it. Because there's a reason that, that they're being sent with him as his protection. It's because he's not trusted. So I thought, well, but maybe there's going to be a conspiracy within the Human Federation or something like okay. that, and that's going to be exposed toward the end. And he's just a pawn, P-A-W-N, of theirs. Um, 
Clive Owen porn. No, no, thanks. Um, he's just, he's just, you know, they're they're useful idiot, and they'll sacrifice him in the end because they they kind of get what they want, which is something, you know, some unknown power that the pearls have or something. Interesting. So yeah, I was I wasn't I was trying to trying to call it, but then I was just like, don't bother with that because it's probably yeah, don't get ahead of it. You're just yeah. a loser. Well, did you get that? Um, you know, the ship they ran to. Yeah. Uh, did you get that that was an Earth ship? Yes. Yeah. So I got yeah, they called it like uh, something 2005. So this was like. Oh no no the ship that the, the pearls ran to at the very beginning. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because they ran to that like thing and then the door well, handle broke uh-huh. off and then the princess had to die. Yeah. And um, they ran something. You said D23, which caught my eye because that's Disney's uh, oh, expo thing. Yeah, and it I was is. like, oh, that's a little fucking to Disney. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then later, just a wreck on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe Disney wouldn't, didn't want anything to do with Larry or something. I don't Could know. Be, yeah. And they're just like, right, we'll show you Disney with our thirty million dollar opening weekend. Um, mm, yeah. But um, so they run into that, and then later one of those rocks up at Valerian. Uh, not at Valerian. But uh, Alpha. Uh, yeah. Alpha. So yeah. I'm gonna just repeatedly call it Valerian. Okay. That's gonna happen from now. So that, one of those rocks up, and I was like, huh. So that was an Earth ship on the planet, and I was like, okay, so. Uh, it's like Starship Troopers. Yeah. Earth is actually the aggressor. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, so maybe they were trying to wipe them out for their tech, but it's actually it was just a separate it's war. It's just a battle that was going on it seemed over to be against that planet the for some reason. From Battle Five. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Those giant like spider ships. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, it's, you can never <laughs> overanalyze these things too much. It's like, well, why in the vastness of space would they be having a, a fight over this planet? This is where they end up, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. They just fight there because they fight there. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that, I didn't even think about that. Really. No. It was just kind of that was where the. They, pew, 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 and then just near a planet. Sure. I didn't. Uh, the bit where the guy showed up uh, and it's just like, you know it was inhabited. And the flashback's like, it's inhabited. Yeah, guy, was I noticed you laughed at that point. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of like. It's an, uh, that it was another little beat. It's like a South Park bit. moment yeah. or something, you know. It's and, inhabited. Yeah. I'd forgotten that was the guy they talked about being murdered at the start until they showed him. Yeah, it was like, again. I would think he was murdered. <laughs> We just <laughs> cut shot him and shot in the head. Yeah, POV gun yeah. cam shot. Yeah, in the head. those little. Um, I thought they were kind of like the. Uh, which which Disney movie is it where they've got the vultures? And like, oh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Yeah, they kind of reminded me of the Jungle Book vultures. <laughs> yeah, just start that again. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, lads. What we're gonna do? What we're gonna do? What we're gonna do? Yeah, they kind of. It's inhabited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fire the missiles. Bloody well fire. <laughs> so get them all. K-Bots. K-Bots. K-Trons. K-Trons. K-Bots. Um, <laughs> there was a bit of, uh, and I think this is probably the nature of uh, mostly Besson productions, the like comedy relief couple at the start who were at, uh, at um, oh, yeah, Big yeah, Market. Yeah, yeah. At the start they seemed to be like, you know, American tourist kind of kind of analogues. Right. And then when she was getting the stuff, she was like, I don't know what you're doing about that. The horn. Honk, honk. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, I love this bloody horn. It's you like, got, you got no culture. You don't know what a fine antique is. And it just had, did you know, it's had like just a little bit of glistening yeah, exactly. tassel on yeah, it. Yeah, it, 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 was, it, was, it was complete tat. It's just like, and someone went to press on and they're like, we haven't figured out what the thing she's going to have. I just give like, on. I, I don't know, just use this. <laughs> just happen to be sitting next to him. Just use up a little bit. Put a tinsel ribbon, it's done. Yeah, that's fine. He's just some tat. <laughs> or like, they just kind of gave it to us to hold just as a, <laughs> as a placeholder where they got the real prop. Yeah, we're going to CG something in. Don't worry about it. Hong, hong. I just imagine like someone with, with like those, those magnifying glasses on and a soldering iron trying to put something together while they're shooting the scene. And they're, they're like, okay, cut, Brent. Yeah, we've done it. Maybe we've done it. <laughs> oh, but that makes this pretty thing. 
Yeah, we'll use it in something else. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then Luke Besson's got the horn for the whole rest of the shoot. He's just like, anytime someone says anything, he doesn't like honk, honk, honk. <laughs> oh no, we must do another one. Honk, honk. No. 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 Honk, honk. Honk, honk. <laughs> a cleave? Uh, could you do this again? Honk. Cleave, Owen. <laughs> cleave. I just eventually got some cleave. Cleave, Owen. Um, right. Um, what was I going to ask? Will it find an audience, do you think, in time? I hope so. Yeah? Because um, obviously it's not found one right now. No. I, in, in the same way as the fifth element has, I think it might. Because I, kind of, I kind of feel like the fifth element didn't perform too well at the box office, but I now a lot of people um, own it or like, oh, that was fun. Well regarded. Saw it on TV, yeah. that sort of thing. So maybe a slow burn type recognition for it. Yeah. Um, my only concern is that that those the performances that I didn't enjoy might turn people off. Okay. Um, for those of us who like enjoy really high kind of sci-fi where it's just out there concepts the visual style of it appeals to me and that's why I'd watch it again how does it as a fan of sci-fi how does it um, like where does it sit is it is it a confection or is it do you, do you feel it, ha- it can you know punch above its weight or I, I want it to be able to punch above its weight but I, I worry that the, the kind of the, the weaknesses of the, those the, the stuff we've talked about might preclude it from doing so Okay. And it's kind of kind of sits in mid tier kind of iRobot territory, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's just, wow, wow, okay, yeah. Which is a shame because I mean, I, I, I love the way it looks, and, and yeah, I really wanted to, to it to be the start of something, you know, maybe a, maybe a series of movies. But I just worry that the weakness of those performances won't allow that to happen, and its poor performance, of course. Yeah, I. I but it could be too out there, you know. I just think I'm thinking of people who who I, who I know who aren't necessarily sci-fi fans, but will go to kind of sci-fi light type stuff like Guardians. Okay. Um, which I mean, suppose visual style-wise, they're not a million miles away from one another. No, no. Um, this is darker, definitely more gritty uh, in certain respects. Which is funny, considering that the world that Guardians pretends to portray is actually quite a violent. It is quite a violent, dark gritty world. world that, that probably had more of that going on than it did. Guardians did. What was it? Was that a PG-13 or not? I think it was a third PG-13. I think it I must have been. I, I don't remember anyone yelling, FUCK! Really no, no, point. no. <laughs> no, there's, there's none of that, so I don't... I don't I, yeah. I would, I would like to have seen a bit more exploration into the kind of non-humanoid parts of Alpha. Yeah, you could... Well, you could take it that way, couldn't you? You could... He just um, kind of ran through it when he was doing the chase. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, I'm going to run through all these walls. I'm going to smash different people's houses. I know, I, lo- I like how he went through, like he was going through water, and he smashed out a wall into not water, and I just thought, how are they going to plug that hole? Yeah, no, I thought that. <laughs> they've just, like, just drowned everyone in yeah. there. Not drowned, people don't drown in water, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, opposite drowned. The opposite drowned. opposite drowned everyone. They've anti-drowned them. Exactly. So. All the, yeah. well, no, but there was like a little, uh, like, noise. I imagine like some it's little like force field, field came out or something. That's, that's, that's what was, I When he came out, there was well. something that... They didn't show it, but... There was a sound, yeah. and I was like, that sound just covers whatever. Yeah. And, um... But yeah, I mean, the, the world building in it's great. It, I, I don't... I have not read enough to know whether there's a chance of another one. Like yeah. how it's... I mean, certainly it's not made much money here. I don't think uh, back in... Uh, I was about to say back in Worcester, but back in uh, the Europe, UK it's Europe. made much money, yeah. Europe generally. But the, it might find an audience somewhere. I hope so. I mean, there's a big, essentially, French movie. I hope people in France are kind of going like... Allez! Yeah, rather Allez, Luc! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
It's okay. It is the share the body of romantic <laughs> comedy. Um, <laughs> it's just it's even fatter. It's just like Jabba in the <laughs> Star Wars A Jabba story. It will be terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wearing a Vladimir Putin T-shirt. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think it'll. I don't think we'll see another one in a hurry. I don't think but so. this was packaged quite interestingly. That and everything I've read about it means that. They just because they sold all the distribution and stuff and yeah. piecemealed it out before they made it to make the money. Gotcha. That it was kind of it was one of those flicks that was almost in profit before it. Oh really? Was, okay. was essentially made or finished, and so I don't know that anyone's going to lose a lot of money on it. Good, good. But I don't think anyone's really going to be pumped for for another one for, for like you know getting yeah. behind the idea of, of pitching another one. Yeah, know? no studio's going to race in and be just like yes, more Valerians, please take all but, our money. But I suppose a reference picture I have for that picture. Reference picture. I have for that is old Tabby reference picture. Uh, pitch Black. Okay. So oh, and Pitch you Black get... was in a similar sort of position. I get the feeling. I don't know it's how a lot mu- cheaper. Oh yeah, that's true. But I don't know how much money it made. It made quite a lot for what it cost. Oh, maybe, was, maybe I'm wrong. Then. Okay, I'm just thinking. No, it was a long mean, time yeah. between Pitch Black and uh, yeah, the first the Nike one. Yeah, the Chronicles of Wrong Dick. <laughs> That didn't come out like I expected it to. <laughs> that seems like a dirty, dirty, like black and white comic strip. <laughs> the Chronicles of Wrong Dick. Yeah. Like giant penis with like goggles and a, and a white beater. Going around Chronicles of Wrong Dick. And um, <laughs> just like the kind of thing that you'd hand around in school. Like, you would do. Yeah, like, took out wrong dick, it's like yeah. in the back of got, his. Got lace wrong dick on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone would have a T-shirt of it, of it, and they'd be made to go home. Yeah, yeah <laughs> cool. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like put on a, a T-shirt from from their lost property. Yeah. Oh no! Like oh, it's, uh, it's like it's like three inches too short, yeah. and bright orange and crispy. It's for it's for an Olympics <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Olympic beard for for like Huddersfield, yeah, Paris, nineteen seventy two, Paris twenty twelve, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Huddersfield. <laughs> 1972. Huddersfield, 1972. It's like a really ambitious like plot by the mayor of Huddersfield <laughs> yeah. at the time. We could get it. I could t- I'll tell you now, we're going to get right, it. We'll build stadium there. We'll build stadium there. <laughs> you, you'll see that Pelé over here. We can do some of it in Barrisfield. <laughs> <laughs> Be all right. Uh, Weta and ILM. Weta and ILM and a bunch of assorted other smaller yeah. uh, visual effects companies. Um yeah, that's that's a lot. I mean, I suppose with a film that is this heavily CG, uh, you've you've got to you've got to chop around. I, I guess. Do you think that having Weta and ILM and probably being able to do to see each other's stuff because they're probably doing elements on multiple shots? Sure. Do you think that raises everyone's game? Yes, because the competition. Yeah, yeah, oh, we've got to make ours better than yeah, those, which is why it looks as good as it does, and it does look phenomenal. It's, it really does. I, I would. I would it's one of the few things I would like to see again in 3D. It would be interesting to just, see in just 3D. to see what it's like. So we saw it in 2D. So yes, um, <laughs> I, I think I think you're right. I think I think when the Weta guys get the ILM elements, yeah, they're going to be like, oh like, shit, okay, that looks really good. We got to up our game. It's 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 bound to. And then the the little, little guys are probably just doing you know bits here and there and textures and stuff. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if they like. Um, I forget which film I read that did this, or maybe I thought someone did it, and I was like, "That's a really good idea." Yeah. But the idea of like giving different worlds to different visual effects companies. Oh, interesting. So like so, give the, the so the maybe Weta did all the all the the pearl stuff. Sure. And then you know all the human stuff's done by ILM. Yeah, and, and you know like that kind of stuff. Like maybe I don't know. I'd be interested to see how it how it 
mix and match like that yeah. if, if uh, stuff's been written about it. Um, yeah, yeah, or if there's, there's some interesting extras on the on the Blu-ray. Do you think there's a chance of a Best Visual Effects Oscar for, uh, nod for it? I hope so. I would bloody hope so. I think it's it's fantastic enough to, to, to warrant at least a nod. Yeah. At least a, uh, a, a nod, as it were. Yeah, but I don't know what else would be Up in that this bracket year. this year. Um, I mean, there's... there's yeah. Wonder Woman's Guardians 2. Yeah, Guardians 2 was very pretty. Um, I, do, do I dare say Transformers? Transformers, maybe? I mean, I mean there's, there's a shit ton of work yeah, happening absolutely. in it. Um, there are, there must be other ones, but I can't think of them off the top of my head right now. I mean, now. would something as subtle as Dunkirk? See, I don't know. I mean, there are visual effects yeah, happening in there, but I, I don't know that it would help the mystique of Christopher Nolan's process to push it for one. Fair enough. Because the idea is, like, it's all practical, it's all 70 mil, it's all live, it's all in camera. Yeah. There's clearly visual effects. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can't crash a real Spitfire into the sea without visual effects. Right? I think they did. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I think... Well, I well, mean... A mock-up of a Spitfire, my, a reproduction. Well, yeah, repro- sure. I mean, they're, yeah, no, they're not going to be... Like, real, real 70-year-old Spitfires, Spitfires, I think there's yeah. some model work happening there. I think sure. there's some real stuff. I think... There's a little bouncy f- bit that just made me go, CG. Oh, really? There's a little bouncy bit in that. that because there's a bit where it, where it, where it, uh, in the set we haven't really done done no, we this, but we both liked it. We did. Um, uh, I had some mechanical problems with it, but um, there's a bit where the second time it crashes, when you see it mm-hmm. point of view, that was in 70 mil. And so whatever they crashed had a 70 mil camera bolted, bolted to, to it, it. Wow. or 65 um, bolted to it. But is there a chance it was on a crane over a pool? And <laughs> I know. I think they. I think they probably just built a. They built a bloody Spitfire they could crash. Wow. And they just plowed it in the ocean. Because the water, you know, you get that like, it's always um, in like uh, 70s, 80s movies where you have the miniature version of the set that they blow up at the mm-hmm. end kind of thing. And anytime water's involved, it looks miniature. Yeah, you can tell. You yeah. can it's, it's, you like you can always see the water. water molecules. Yeah. Yeah, and it just, the, the, the moment. The same with fire. Same with fire. It's Sometimes, like yeah, it's just too big or it yeah. matches. Yeah. And it, it, it didn't have any of that, like, especially on the, the biggest ways I saw it. Like, um, it looked scaled properly, mm-hmm. so it's either big models or they just full size and plan it to the sea. Yeah. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I, I would like to see because I think the visual effects stuff is probably more like what was in the Batman's, where he's just it's just tiny little bits of cleanup. Sure. And it's tiny little bits of like let's map that out, let's put that out, you yeah. know, because because the 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 layout of that seafront is going to be a lot more modern now, so you're going to have to go in and just True. paint out. True. Cell phone towers. That's the, that was you know. actually the thing that I noticed in that that made me go, oh! it was jarring in Dunkirk. Uh, when uh, The gherkin. <laughs> when a silent man first gets to the, the beachfront, mm. he's walking along and you've got, he's, on, he's kind of on the promenade, and in the background you've got buildings and stuff, and there's a, several big modern streetlights. Oh, was there really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I was like, oh, wait, that doesn't seem right. And I was like, surely they... Because it wasn't like it was a three-minute shot or something. It was maybe a few seconds. They, I would, that, that would be the kind of thing that I think they would Just take go in and, and, and tidy up. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. They, they would, like, clearly, clearly modern, you know? Well, no, I, I didn't notice those, but... Uh, but, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I would expect them to clean up. Because I know yeah, they took it. out street names and things in, sure. in uh, Batman so they could sort of tie tied different shots in different cities together so they took out like oh it's a name of a street in Pittsburgh let's just oh, rip it okay, out gotcha. you know, um, and signs and things like that that's the kind of level where he's he does that he excels uh, generally yeah yeah because everything else he'll try and do practically because he's got that mystique of being such a practical filmmaker sure um, yeah 
just out of interest on Dunkirk at the end you know when the, the there was the old man it's like well done well done yeah was blind, that oh, blind guy I, I thought he was blind yeah and then the other guy was like he, wouldn't, he, he wouldn't didn't look get at it that was, that was the point I think that's I think the point was like he the, the one guy like because he he had walked past and they didn't do he hadn't done the face thing. yeah he did it to the he did it to the left, next yeah. guy and yeah and it, I think the whole point was you you get you interpret it how you how you're looking at it yeah so yeah he, thing is I don't because I try and take the whole wo- uh, the whole uh, scope of potential yeah. um, potential uh, inference yeah, yeah yeah from it and then I'm just like so what. What was the intent of the filmmaker right. there? And because I, because I was wondering about it, it's just like if if he's not blind, you just touch a boy's face. Touch a boy's face. It's just it's just his thing. But I took it as blind because in my head yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, so there's probably a backstory where this guy was in the first one. Sure. You know, and he's yeah, been it's, through it's, this it, shit. It's and he like knows how Starship bad it is. Troopers. All of the all of the older generation are slightly maimed. <laughs> slightly maimed. You know, and very belligerent. Yeah. And this guy's just and handing out keen on war. Soup yeah. And uh, towels. Yeah. Keen on war. Yeah. But yeah. Um, back to Valerian. Yes. Um, well, I think we're done with Valerian. I think we're done with Valerian. Yeah. What else is there to say, really? I mean, it's. Uh, I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a shame that it hasn't made more money. I think. It, I think it is. Yeah. I don't think it's for everyone. Um, like I said, people who I know who tolerate some sci-fi, particularly the Marvel stuff, okay. would would bulk it that some of the, especially the opening. I mean, not not actually once you get onto because it's less spoon fed. Yeah, once you get onto mule, well, it's also like, like, why are they using, why is she bathing in balls? You know? Right. <laughs> I liked all that. I loved yeah. it too, but but, I, but the people that I know who are less sci-fi keen would yeah. be like, that's too out there. Oh, she's thin and pretty and she's got balls all over her face. I don't come to see this film. Yeah. Fucking wrong criticals of wrong dick. <laughs> wrong criticals of wrong dick, yeah. Uh, so I think it's probably destined to be a cult thing. I agree. Um, it seemed to live up at least visually to your expectations yeah. so I'm glad about that considering this day could could have gone very wrong in terms of that still, right could, could, through. Could, still could go wrong I'm but you. so pumped about Atomic Blonde <laughs> and I'm probably going to be so disappointed in, in another couple of hours D-Box oh yeah we are singing D-Box office we just did the sample D-Box thing in the uh, in the lobby which had a uh, I wish I'd taken a picture right now I might take a picture on the way back yeah. that had uh, the, the Windows taskbar at the bottom and a big start uh, button no, and no, wait until Play Windows yeah. updates so it's, I, uh, I get the impression that I'm going to be giggly about that for a while and then I'll probably just turn it off. Yeah. So, but we'll see how I keep it on. Okay. If not, I'm just going to be like, well, We're going to go eat lunch and then get shaken around in a dark room for two hours. Oh, so, oh, so yeah. rich. Let's go have Mexican. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> All right. See you in an hour. Two hours. So that was our discussion about Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you watched the film. Um, I believe it's on Netflix now on all of the, uh, at least in the UK and the US, um, because I, 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 yeah, I, I think, I think it is, yeah, that's right, I think it is, so watch it, uh, maybe even buy it on DVD, or Blu-ray, or video cassette. don't think it's available on video, uh, but Coming up now is a discussion about Atomic Blonde, which we went to see after Valerian, following a spot of lunch. And um, we actually did the D-Box, which is, if you're not familiar, the motion linked to the images on screen deal. Uh, But yeah, we'll talk about Atomic Blonde now. All right, we're on the air. Do you want to intro this one? No, All right. Uh, okay, we are just leaving the Megaplex in Santa Utah again. 
after seeing Atomic Blonde in fabulous D-Box. So what do you think, sir? Uh, I bloody loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it was everything I wanted it to be, but it yeah. wasn't everything I thought it was going to be. Okay. And because of that, I, uh, yeah, I liked that it surprised me. Mm -hmm. uh, with what I thought was going to be more of a rampage of action, but it actually had slower, more meaningful. Well, not meaningful, but like slower. More there, there, was, there, there were some, yeah, the dialogue scenes in there that, the, that like furthered the, the plot, but didn't seem, unlike Valerian in some respects, didn't seem as kind of jarringly st like stop and expose. We've stopped you know? the movie for this! Yeah. yeah. Although it did, uh, did you notice the, the old D box to comment on that briefly? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely. We've got to do D box reviews. Okay, no, all right, we'll leave leave that for now. What did you make? I really, I, it was really good. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> that was fantastic. I, I, what it kind of felt like was uh, a decent kind of old fashioned action movie, um, in that it was quite gratuitously violent. It really was, um, which isn't for everyone. But I have... It's a trend I noticed in, starting in the mid-2000s that action movies just kind of started being quite fantastic. Very bloodless. But very this, bloodless, this exactly. Was just, and not even a little bit. No, it's yeah. extremely bloody. Um, and uh, the one thing that I noticed, and maybe we'll get onto this a bit later on, is uh, in the... Obviously, spoilers. In the main... Like, the, the, the big action fight scene towards the end of the movie, where, she's, where the guy's taping himself up and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's like like brown parcel tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no music in the front right. scenes, just natural sound. Um, and it exposed a couple of things that I was, I was like, ooh, acting. But only a couple of times. For the most part, it was just very believable, very visceral, and did make me kind of squirm a, a few times. I know it's just squirm. I wonder whether you weren't actually that into it. No, I was really into it, but it was there were just a couple of moments where, where things happened, and I was like... You know, that is probably what would really happen in a situation like this. Mm. And it was just, it was very, very um, visceral. On that scene, did you notice... So I was just into it, you know, that's all it was. Good. Well, no, that's good. Yeah. Oh, what, any effect? Yeah. Um, uh, when, in that scene, did you notice when the one, the, the one-shot take started? I noticed in media res as it was happening, uh -huh. and I noticed when it ended... I did not notice when it started. No. At some point, that became one shot, and it ended when they flipped that other car on the street. I think it was probably supposed to end when they got knocked in the river. You see, I was thinking in that scene, though, I thought there were some clever cuts in it. Oh, there was loads of cuts, because, okay. I mean, obviously, the car with it spinning around them. And well, and even, even in the fight scene with uh, with Blondie Man with the black stubble, yeah. uh, you know, there were some spins, and it was that was, like, it, clever, clever cuts. It kind of ran cuts. past them and stuff. There were loads yeah. of hidden cuts in it, but it was... It was presented as, as one. one shot. Yeah, and no, I don't no, know when that started, whether it started on the stairs. That's where I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking it started on the stairs when she's like, stay here, and she gets in the elevator. Really? As early as that? Yeah. It might have done. If it did, that's... Uh, I, I really didn't notice until much later. No. But uh, it they, could have been. Well, I mean, what makes me think that is they, they really followed her into the elevator and did everything. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, like press button, open doors or anything like that. It was it was like, follow her into the elevator, press so the button. So that whole fight was she goes up one piece. And I was a bit disappointed in the D-Box at that point because I wanted the elevator to go. Yeah. There were, there were a few moments, missed D-Box moments. Yes. Well, there was a lot. I mean, even... 
Well, this is the. Let's, well, let's get into deep. Let's get into deep box. Um, it, it, it was like it started hot and heavy. Like even the fridge slamming was yeah. was, uh, was one. Yeah, it was like, then, like they got bored. Yeah, it was like they forgot, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh, we best do some more." There were long stretches where where nothing. Where yeah. nothing yeah, and and I can kind of understand it with the dialogue scenes and the stuff in the uh, the interview room and yeah. all that stuff, but. Uh, the one big moment that I missed was actually at the end of that scene when they get T-boned into the river. Yeah, where was it? It was just like a, there wasn't even, there was very little. Yeah. It was a kind of bit of a shake. Well, so that could have been a big sideways jolt, you know? Even when they were sat on the train, it just kind of, it just yeah. lots and things. There was lots of little bits like that where they could have done it, but it, there was a few bits like that where the film kind of forgot its gimmicks and, and the D-box kind of went along with it. That's where, true. Where they're like, all the needle drops stopped after a little while. And you had less, like you said about the, no music in that scene. Yeah. It was very front loaded and very back loaded with uh, like here's music, everyone. Yeah. And then in the middle it forgot that and it forgot that um like spray can thing. It did didn't it, it did right at the end. It did one of those, yeah. yeah. You're right, that's true. That was a lot of intro stuff as well. There was loads on, at the yeah. start and then there was one which said uh, East Berlin. I was like, oh they're still doing oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then there was another one that said London London. Right, so I, I thought I th- when they stopped doing it, I kind of thought, well, okay, that was just an intro thing. Yeah. That was just a, we're getting the movie started, here's some fun 80s spray paint. Yeah. Enjoy. I love that there was breakdancing in it as well. Shit breakdancing. Yeah, that guy scraped his leg. And yeah. Like, that was great. It's just like, dude, that's for me. And he just kind of fucked it up. He was like, oh, there go. Yeah. That, um, was, that was fun. I mean, the soundtrack was great, actually. It was a great soundtrack. I just thought it was weird how they, they well, there was a few bits where they'd have music in the background, but the, the really heavy sort of almost blunt one stopped yeah. which was good because it worked for the film and then when London Calling played towards the end it was just kind of like oh yeah that's that doesn't really feel you back to that I get, I get really well it also kind of it's a 70s song in my mind as well, well yeah it's not it's, it's not, not like uh, 19, was, you know yeah, well, yeah it's, it's, like, it's not 1990 it's certainly not like the heavy 80s like Blue Monday stuff that yeah. they had going on for a, a good portion of the movie um, and uh, yeah I mean I thought they, they used the, the, the soundtrack fairly well um but I don't know. It was it, it, I, I got it. There was quite, and I, I don't dislike the original school stuff, but there was quite a jarring style difference. Fair, yeah, because it was a lot of pop, even yeah. when it was being very violent. It was always yeah. pop. Apart from when it did its uh, sad version of Dido Love Balloons. Oh, the the Dido ninety nine Love Balloons. Well, yeah, I was thinking uh, London Grammar, but yeah, whoever did. I don't know who that is, but okay. Sad modern smoky music. It sounded like Dido to me, and yeah. I, it, it made me giggle actually. It was, and it, it was a very serious scene, and that just took me right out of it. it was yeah. a but it was it. it was a melancholy version of the song. It, it was, was supposed it was to feel version. sad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it sounded like Dido was singing it. Fair enough, good old Dido. Yeah. What Dido does this? I don't know. Cash his royalty checks. Oh, absolutely for adverts and things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sitcoms. Sitcoms. Gilmore Girls, probably. Gilmore Girls on Netflix. You can get a lot of checks. Um, hey now. Drifty Drifters. Easy, Chief. Oh, look at that. Yeah, but uh, so, so I really like the way the film looks. It was kind of yep. had this this drab Eastern European feel to it for a lot, large part of it, but then also like. Uh, bright and 80s neon looks. Yeah, occasional spikes of lighting and like, weird things. Her hotel room was 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 like just the most 80s room in the world. Yeah, it was, really it was, was. fantastic. No, I, I just kept it. thinking like, no room looks like that. No, no hotel looked like that. Blue neon yeah. and yeah, and like that the wallpaper and everything red, and the, red that, red that, red that kind of funny angular lamp and stuff. Yeah. It was it was great and the bed was was ridiculous. Am my six paying for this? I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was wondering too. Put you in the. I like Tillichwiger's little uh, wash shop. Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, why are you seeing it? 
Yeah, and then, and then yeah, that's why, and that was all he really did. Yeah, he just kind of sat there with his funny glasses on, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Because it cast him, and I thought, oh, you're going to do something more with him. Yeah. And he really did. Um, and I remember until Shwag got right, this was, was he in a Bond movie as like a bad guy with blonde hair? No, no, you're thinking um, of someone else. You're thinking of Mr. Stamper from uh, I am. Tomorrow Never Dies. That I am, was just right, some yeah. like male Bond. Oh, okay. Alright. Um, yeah, what have I seen Till Schweiger in before? I don't know, because I know the name and I'm like, I like him. He's been in a lot of things. He was in King Kong. Oh, okay, he yeah, was yeah, in, yeah. Uh, He was a submarine captain in one of the, like, K-19 Widowmakers. Oh, okay. Probably not that. No, I don't think so. Is that that one or the, uh, whatever the, 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 the Kursk one was? Yeah, he's done some uh, shitty horror movies and stuff. He's, he's done quite a lot. Yeah, no, he's quite good. He's got a, kind of an emotive face. I like it. Yeah. But I, I was surprised they didn't do more with him in that. Actually, yeah. when his name came out, I was like, oh, I didn't know he was in that. No, I thought that, that he was going to be like uh, some kind of agent of sorts. Yeah, like Ethan Hawke in, uh, in uh, Valerian earlier on. I didn't know he was going to be in that either. News to finish was. Well, he was, the, uh, he was Rihanna's like uh, club. Was that Ethan Hawke? That was Ethan Hawke. I thought that was fucking uh, uh, the Sugar Ray guy. Which guy? The lead singer from Sugar Ray. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I was like, is that the lead singer from Sugar Ray? <laughs> Mike, uh, Mark McGuire, I think his name was. Yeah, that was Ethan Hawke. Was Ethan Hawke? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that. His nose ring and his weird makeup. Um, I'm just trying to think what else we're going to talk about this one. Uh, met my expectations. Very, very happy with it. Um, uh, what else we got? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, what do you think about the plot? I mean, it was a fairly classic Cold War espionage type plot. Yeah, well, the, the kickoff for it was like. Mission Impossible and a number of Bond films like mm-hmm. all our agents are gone um, or, or whatever or all our agents are compromised let's let's fucking sort it out yeah that was a good use of the D-Box when he's kind of when he gets through that locked gate just getting through the gap and then gets um peacemaker by the uh, <laughs> well, that's by the the, the, the car Mercedes, yeah of yeah. course the thing at the start with the, the other agent and then well yeah uh, Brian Cranston Brian, by Brian Cranston and um there were a few bits in the story where she's telling it and it, it, it was like the Valerian thing. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, so we're setting things up for... Wait, what? Hey, but she can't know some of this. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, is she... Because you know, at one point early on, you had a flashback within a flashback. You did. Which was just like, oh, okay. You did, This yeah. is her being sent on the mission uh-huh. from the debriefing. From, like, oh, okay. And, um, yeah. It's like, but then you'd have bits like you'd, you'd see certain things that... Because, like, how did you feel about the way they set up uh, Satchel? Like, who is Satchel? Like, it kind of led you to believe it was... Um, uh, the, the, um, M- McAvoy? Yeah, McAvoy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that's, that was what I thought from, from the get-go, but I thought, well, this is, this is like in Murder, Shira, when they have the obvious killer. Yes. I, I'm pleased that I've referenced Murder, Shira twice today. Good old um, where, where it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's far too obvious. It can't be, can't be that, that person, because we're supposed to think it is. Right. Was what I, was what I was thinking. But then I was, my mind went, went straight to, we're going to break out of this uh, interview scene with Toby Jones and John Goodman, and Toby Jones is going to be Satchel. Well, I was wondering that. There was He's a point... like a badass. There was a point later on where, yeah, I was either like, oh, so it's... Because it was almost like my Valerian thing where you were like, no, it's going to undercut, it's going to yeah, be something else. Yeah. And I was thinking like, oh, so they want you to think it's McAvoy, so it's probably... Wait, is it... Is it Thrawn? No, wait, it was her boyfriend earlier on. No, wait, it's... It's Sophia Botella. No, wait, wait, wait. It's still sweet. No, wait. It's Toby Jones. Oh, no, Goodman. It's the guy behind the glass. It's going to be the guy behind the glass. Yes, yeah, C or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then I was like, no, I've, 
I don't think this film's going to tell us who it is. It's just going to leave us utterly confused. Yes. It was like uh, the... Uh, the, um, again, usual suspects. The uh, who's Kaiser Sose? Sure, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey starts walking on. Yeah, but then there's a great cartoon that was in, I think, Empire in the in the early 2000s, where it was like uh, the the one scene after after it ends, uh-huh. and uh, uh, Kevin Spacey gets in the car with uh, with um, uh, Pete Postlethwaite's character, mm-hmm. and, and Pete Postlethwaite turns to him and goes, "So you're uh, you're Kaiser Sose then?" And uh, and Verbal Kint goes back. No, I thought you were. And that's that was Excellent. like the, the, credits. The, the extra bit. Kind of. Excellent. So, um, so I wondered if it was going to do that, whether it was just going to get hyper confusing. Yeah. Uh, wherever yeah. it went, I was along for the ride. So. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was really fun. Not for everyone, I don't think, because because it is pretty damn violent. Yeah. Um, that 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 last fight scene in particular in the building where she's trying to get Spyglass out. Um, is is it, right, it, it the, gets the really rough. Big last one, not the not the one in the, the hotel. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, yeah. the big last one. Yeah, that's not, not the very last scene. But the, the, the very the, that, that very last scene where she you know, kills all the Russians kind of felt like an epilogue almost. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, that's what I want to make sure which one. I, I was hoping epilogue would come up in spray paint. <laughs> yeah, epilogue. <laughs> the next chapter two. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah no there was it was it was rel- uh, relentlessly brutal and I kind of dug that like you know fan, you know improvised weapons found weapons whatever it was. yeah yeah the corkscrew the corkscrew brutal she scrapes back in and then when he sees back again like oh my Michael goodness. Myers seriously outside. yeah yes or like um oh what's the other uh, like uh, what's her name in uh, misery oh she just, just won't stay down yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keeps coming. Keeps yeah, coming. That, she was maybe she was subtle. Yeah, <laughs> she was like in, in deep cover, like yeah. that's her safe house. Yeah, misery satchel. Misery satchel. Um, <laughs> that's like an emo band. Yeah, misery satchel. Misery satchel. Yeah. This one is Sadness. pain space. Pain space. <laughs> pain book. They're all just based off of the social networks. Yeah, pain Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is Crybase. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Misery Satchel. Wait, 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 bounce. Wait, fuck Misery Satchel. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's good. I'm glad that uh, <laughs> it's probably our episode title as well. Yeah. Misery Satchel. Yes. Well, uh, okay, so in terms of Valerian, because I didn't think yeah. we, were, we were having... Um, there was a point, actually, where I was really being stupid. It's like, they're going to kill her. And it was like, I thought no, wait, yeah. we're being told this from the future she's alive. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. But, but again, it could have broken out of that. that you yeah. know, it, the, the time catches up with that point. Mm. Um, oh, what was I saying? So, yeah, we've had two potential franchises here. Because yeah. at the end, in theory, she's... Has she defected to the US, or do you think she was working for all three? I think that she hasn't defected to the US. She was American all along. Right. She was working because for the she, CIA. Because she breaks her accent. Oh, did her accent break? Yeah. They, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really... Yeah, and there's like, let's, let's go home. So, yeah, she's 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 American. And an American. So tri- she, she's... She's like a triple agent. Intentional, yeah. So I went back if I knew that. Yeah, so she was she was working the British and the things for the Americans. Right, very good. Yes. Good. So... So now we potentially have female James Bond 90s franchise. We do, yeah. So would you watch another one? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, nice. all the way. I, I hope, I, I know, well, I don't know how it's doing, I think it's doing pretty well. Good. Um, for an R. Right, well, yeah, and no, no, like a heavy R as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like it's a... It's not doing Deadpool money, but... <laughs> sure, yeah. But very few things are. Um, 
so I'd be yeah I'd be up for, for doing more of that I noticed at the end it gave it like it came up and it said like codenamed Colder City mm-hmm. which is kind of like okay so you've you accident not accidentally you've intentionally at the end given it a subtitle so if you do Atomic Blonde something else the first one becomes Atomic Blonde The Coldest City true that was also the name of the production true. company it was the name of the comic book as well oh was it really yeah okay and it's the end it was a, a, a Coldest City movie so. yeah but I like the fact that it said because yeah. you can do that with each one you could just call it Atomic Comic Blonde yeah. a Comic Blonde a Comic Blonde <laughs> and, uh, Coldest City and then yeah codename whatever you want to call it yeah, sure, you sure. just do whatever and then you can just have an atomic blonde every couple of years I would be so up for that me too yeah um, what, what would they do next do you think I don't know I'm not sure how many of these comics there are or how many graphic novels or whatever there are that go up. oh that, that's true but I'm thinking if they, if they kind of like just go, do whatever they want whatever we want what's the next point in time that they've got mm. something interesting to do because you know end of the Cold War is fascinating but where do you go next do you go to like I don't know uh, Baghdad and do the or the Gulf War the original Gulf War type situation but I mean yeah, she doesn't blend in too well you in Vegas, she? do want to yeah that's fair you do want to keep each one of them vaguely centred like that I suppose yeah. because it works so well for that one and if you're looking for a formula for them yeah I mean there's nothing saying you have to centre it around a world event but it, it, given the fact that this one was centred around the fall of the the, the, the Berlin Wall yeah and so makes heavily, sense almost. yeah yeah um, even to, to the point of like it's 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 at the, at the start. It comes up and you know it's got that little there's, there's that little dialogue or the text rather at the start and it mm. says you know in 1989 the, the Berlin Wall fell and this is not this story. This is yeah. like, there's a spray paint like a diagonal spray paint of it, uh, but it's 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 around that story. You know it's it's at the same. It's told in parallel to that happening. I'm trying to think, there must be so many. Um, like sorry, uh, so many kind of. 90s events like that you could do but I can't yeah. think of any well yeah the 90s was a, a period of relative peace but there was still shit going on in the world so yeah and there's probably like, more espionage stuff than like uh, Serbia maybe maybe like yeah. the, 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 I mean it's, the Bosnia-Serbia thing is is pretty heavy but I mean it's not like it's a light movie anyway it's so. probably a way to do something really. yeah most things I just can't think of anything else. Uh, but yeah I'm, I'm sure people are hard at work on it even now I I, I do hope so because uh, if they're not then uh, well screw them we need to write it yeah yeah call us Charlie's Theron call me um, <laughs> Theronissons yeah Theronissons Theronissons I'm so into this Charlie's Theronissons as well you know absolutely like this weird kind of like I don't know if she's changed an agent or something but it's like I'm going to do a Fast and Furious I'm going to do an Atomic Ball yeah you know it's like okay nice go and be that action chick absolutely and she's bloody rocking she does a well. fabulous job with it she really yeah. does uh, I'm sad they killed Sophia Batella. I am too. Because I thought that was a character you could do more with. Yeah, you could absolutely. That could be like, uh, you know, um, who's the the, uh, the character that shows up, the American agent who shows up in the James Bond films every so often? Oh, uh, um, Felix Leiter. Yeah, yeah. You could right. do some sort of French thing, you know, like she's in Cuba smoking, and all of a sudden... Smoking and... Yeah. Um, um, listening to shit music. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was weird, like uh, lots of smoking in the movie. Lots of smoking. I, uh, I should think there was a thing at the end there which said uh, no one received any, um, oh, like tobacco money. Yeah, or, tobacco yeah. money for this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, because I noticed they did. They did represent a bunch of tobacco brands. I did. They? I saw. I saw a Marlboro packet and I saw a Vest packet. Okay. And the only reason I know Vest is, is, is cigarettes is because they sponsored McLaren. McLaren Formula One team in the mid to late nineties. Ah. After the after they lost the Marlboro sponsorship to Ferrari. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe they didn't put that on the end. Maybe they didn't receive a load of money for it. Maybe. 
you know, it could be classified as European production, but I doubt they have the same laws. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm. Um, I don't think that's true. Actually. I think, no, it's I think, I think very I much think, a blanket thing. Well, I think I think Europe's actually stronger on it as well. Probably. Um, that was where it was in like France and Germany, where going back to Formula One was when uh, when Formula One still was primarily tobacco sponsorship. Those were the first races where it was banned. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the the because it held on. With, with, if I'm remembering my history right, it held on on the British for a couple of years after like it disappeared from French and the French and German. Wow. Yeah, and they would do some like, clever things like it, it was the logo. Like uh, actually, one of the cleverest things that Ferrari did was they put a barcode on. <laughs> it was the Marlboro barcode. Oh, yeah. okay. It's a nice sign. On the rear wing, the rear wing. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to get away from it, but still kind of. Yeah. It's a bit random, but it's kind of cool. Um, just leave the triangle on there as well sometimes. I think I remember that with the triangle, yeah. just having a red thing and just mm-hmm. like um, iconic uh, visual indicators without. Uh, you, did you ever see? Yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But do you, right. do you remember seeing in the nineties or early two thousands there was Coca Cola was so like confident with their brand that they did an ad that was just a red background and then half of the dynamic ribbon is what they call okay. it the Coca-Cola logo on the bottom so there's just half of it that was all the ad was I think I do yeah I was like that's because everyone knew what it was that's like the admin going yeah we got you you know it you know, <laughs> you know, it, you know, you know we got you we don't need to no yeah. we, we you know you know yeah. we don't need to tell you Fucking drink, is it? Fucking drink it, drink it, okay. Just drink it, man. Um, so back to us on the plot. Any performances that you uh, that, that stood out, uh, good or bad? Um, what do you think of McAvoy? McAvoy, uh, same thing. He does most of the same things. He's pretty good in this doing. He's I kind of it, like yeah. kind of psychopathic. Yeah, yeah. And his um, weird, uh, you know, like she called him on it. The uh, like this hungover, incompetent act. Sure. Yeah, there's that one moment where where he wakes up. He's late, late to pick her up from the airport. Oh, with the two, two chicks, two chicks in bed. Yeah. And that uh, that apartment looks. They got the, the the style of that apartment so down. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember being in like my mom's friend's flats when I was a kid, and that's exactly what they were Sleeping there with two chicks. Well, you know, <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was an interesting childhood. Right. Good for you, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, so he was doing his thing, and I, I, he didn't, he sometimes grates a little bit. Yeah. Um, usually in the X Men ones, because he's, he's, they're not very good. Yeah. Um, he was alright in this, Thrum's great in this, Goodman was great in this. Yep. Sophia Botella, I'm surprised that there was no massive action sequence with her considering what she can do. Sure, that's um, true. But it was nice to see her just kind of doing an acting role and emoting and bits and pieces. And she was, and it was an interesting character for her as well because the, the whole out of her depth thing really came to fruition. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because, because, you know, if, you, if you're getting ready to bug out of a city, I don't think you should be really really dancing around your your apartment with your headphones, headphones on. Both your headphones on. Like, come on, you're a spy. Exactly, yeah. At least have one off. Yeah, so you can hear the, it's not the like creeper it's, coming it's, in to kill it's, you. It's not like it's a stereo Walkman anyway. Yeah, you know, it's, it's true. It's mono, so... Um, you? Anything? Um, no, I, I actually really enjoyed all the performances, I think. I, I don't think there was anyone who I was like, nah, stop it, or anything like that. <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I get that with, with films where I'm like... You're ruining it. Stop, please. Mm. Go away. Get off screen. And there was no one in that. I, I recognised the guy who played Spyglass. Eddie Marzan. What, 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 what do I know? He's him from? been in a he's lot been of things tons. as well. He's, he's like used kind of like little British actor. Yeah, he's guy. like dweeby guy in a lot yeah. of stuff. It was interesting to see him. 
doing his German thing and, and with the stick on moustache and everything and then you yeah. know he, but he, he carried a lot of almost the weight of the world with him and I thought that worked quite well he did yeah you could kind of see the the, the, the knowledge that he had was there you know you yeah, can yeah. see he was carrying around with him that's a, that's a good description years on his face good yeah. and even after and I love how he looked really awkward when they put him in when they shaved his moustache and put him in the different clothes yeah yeah, yeah. he looked, looked like, like you're a free so, man and he took off his glasses yeah it's like <laughs> but like took him off slowly and like didn't yeah. move most of his body yeah, he just kind of had the stiff what does a free man look like? Yeah, like, he has no idea. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked all that. I liked how um, have we discussed gear crunches when the stories? Um, I think so. Uh, sort of intentionally, almost just stutter and stop and s- delay. No, like okay, so gear crunch. It's a thing from Argo. Me and Luke came up with it. Where uh, there's a, there's a bit where they're building tension at the end, and for some reason, a driver of a bus just crunches the gears. Okay, and it's just the idea that the police are getting a bit closer, and you crunch the gears, and it's like, oh, they're going to get closer because the bus driver comes right. the gear, and yeah. it's so ugh. And uh, there was a gear crunch in that where I thought they were like, oh, they can't get him out of the car. They can't get him out of the car, and it's just like, stop stalling. This doesn't work, and then they just fucking killed him. I was like, oh, touche. <laughs> that wasn't a gear crunch store, you were murdering the bastard. So, so. well, I mean, on, and that reminds me of a point I meant to bring up. If Charlotte Theron really was Satchel, mm. why the hell did James McAvoy shoot Spyglass? He said, um, he said he couldn't trust him with her. Oh. Because he knew by that point that she was so, Satchel, because he looked on his sweet uh, little God, individual his, Yeah, yeah, okay, so, so he thought that she was going to, like, Either kill him, which well, she could do whatever with do that whatever with this. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, take it, take it to Moscow or whatever. Yeah, though in theory the Russians potentially already had that. If uh, oh no, because he was trying to sell it, wasn't he? Yes. Um, but yeah, that was why. But it, that was one of the things where you saw him shoot, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, is that going to be a fake memory?" Because she hasn't seen that. She doesn't no. know that he shot him. And it was a little thing where you, where, you've, where you've got someone telling a story, you can only have what they know. That's a very good point, it. and that's yeah. where. The Valerian thing worked more for me, where it was a straight line where we knew stuff, but the, the characters didn't. Yeah. But in this, the characters kind of knew stuff that they couldn't. Well, they, the, the, but the, they were showing us stuff from the characters. Yeah. You know, well, then there, there are several moments like that then, because she, she yeah, you know, the, the, the whole scene, the end, the end scene where Sophia Batella, is that her mm-hmm. name, gets killed, and when he wakes up in bed with the two chicks, and there's there's there's, there's tons of stuff like that. If you if you kind of being strict. A, a, a strict adherent to it only being stuff in her memory. Yeah, um, which I guess it you know it, it plays. You could say it dances in and out of, but yeah. it, it did it did appear most of the time to be a told thing, and that's mm-hmm. the only problem I have with it is that it's just you can't have your cake and eat it on some of that stuff. But they did, and uh, you know, to be honest, I'm going to forgive it for it because it was great. But yeah, and and I mean that's a, another point. I, I, the problem I have sometimes with these sorts of uh, retrospectively told tales like that, where that's the narrative structure is the stakes kind of disappear yeah but they didn't for me I kind of I forgot that it was being retold we like, both thought yeah, she was like, going to die I was thinking she was going to die and then it's like at the end of the film you're like no but that was when I thought when the epilogue was coming I thought maybe that might be it's going to pull the rest she's dead all along yeah. no sequels <laughs> yeah but, but there's no they're going to kill her because uh, yeah this is this does have the potential to be a great franchise I think I think so I'm going to be yeah. I'm probably going to check out the uh the graphic novel down the line and see if there's any more and such things. Yeah. So, because I'm, I'm, yeah, I was into it and I'm still into it and I'll probably see it again. Cool. Not in D-Box. Not in D-Box, no. D-Box was disappointing box. It, it wasn't That's terrible. what it stands for. It, wasn't, it actually wasn't that terrible. It was just, it wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. Um, it was, but in patches. Yeah, it yeah. Just it just needed it wasn't more. Enough, yeah, yeah, it needed to be a little bit used a bit more here now because I crossed my legs and sat on it for a while. And I almost yeah, I did too. That's why I did that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what they. I want. I wonder how the technology works as well. I think I read about it a while ago, and I think someone programs a separate track. 
Yeah. And and it has a track. It's in sync with the file that that's being played. Yeah, I think yeah. you have almost a D-box DCP of it, and it and it plays that through too, and it just, it just that information signal. goes out into the system, and it just, you know, gotcha. here and now. I remember reading about it, but I can't remember how they do it, but it's different things you, for different motions or something. Because I, I think I read about that and read about the 40X thing where it farts out, yeah. smells, and, yeah, and, yeah, and snow like, and rain and all sure, sort of, sure. And it's just... It's just literally another track that someone goes through and programs. But maybe that's it. Maybe they do them. I mean, God knows how much time they have to spend on that because how many D-boxes are there? Maybe they're just like, that bit, that bit, that bit. Oh, I mean, how many how many movies with D-box there are, are there? Or how, yeah, how many movies and how many cinemas and how many well, if it's a, a chance for each one of those to play in it? Sp- oh, good point. Like yeah, how much, how much percentage of time is devoted to that if they're trying to finish If, the if there are only, you know a handful of cinemas in each state with yeah they're going to get a week each or whatever so it's just like you know mind yeah. you it wasn't a whole cinema was it it was two rows two, two rows, rows of the screen we were in two rows in what like a 30 row yeah probably auditorium screen. yeah with like seven other people in it or something yeah it wasn't really but it's you know Wednesday afternoon Thursday afternoon so Thursday afternoon but yeah, no, I um, I don't think I'd be racing to see. I, I'm glad that we did it in Dubox. Yeah, me too. I'm not sure I'd be racing to see something else in it mm-hmm. unless it was all action, maybe, and then it would right. throw you really. Like Valerian, I think, probably would have been. Uh, great yeah, it might have been. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah, they do uh, as you go along that pipe, and they're just a dead stop when they go to talk. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's constantly going yeah. basically until until uh, yeah, there, there are there are static scenes. Yeah, just static scenes in the office, and, and even then, like something goes passing, it's. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forget what there was. There was one where it just kind of went around a little bit. And I was just... Oh yeah, it was when she pulled the gun out, wasn't it? Wasn't well, was that it? was one moment that it, right at the end where she pulls the gun out of the ice box. We kind of went up with the with the uh, right, right, That was okay. pretty fun. But you could have just like you're saying. There's so much more. There was a bit where she dropped. Was it when she woke up and uh, when she got out of the bath in London, or if she dropped ice into a thing? And I just wanted to go like, like with the yeah, it would have been nice. Like like just like thunk thunk thunk. But yeah, yeah. I, I just wonder how much time they really devote to creating those those sort of tie-in things and it's just like alright just hit the big scenes yeah and we'll, we'll, we'll do that and then but then they missed they missed a, like a giant moment well that's true still with that T-bone that I mentioned before that, that really that should have <laughs> been because yeah. it, it can do fairly good lateral <laughs> motion and that would have that would have been a really good moment because it came out of nowhere I, like, I liked how it was from her perspective it was from the point of view of, of uh, Theronite Theronissance and Theronissance and What's his face? Uh, Spyglass was looking towards us, and we just saw it come in the background. I mean, not the first time that's been done, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good, and well, that's what made me think because of the because of the the sh- the shot of it was from inside the car. I wondered originally, like, if um, if they hadn't got all that sweet second unit footage of that car flip, mm-hmm. if the if the one the like the one shot was supposed to go all the way to the end there. Oh yeah, and then you're like, okay, we're we're fine. It's going to be all right, and then wham! And when then, the when the truck T-bone the, the police guy you're talking about, yeah. The, which which was a bit weak in my mind, because the truck kind of just oh what shot are you talking about sorry when so when they're being chased when they're being chased uh, the, the second unit shot footage I thought you were talking about was uh, the car that's that's following them gets t boned by a truck oh yeah and that's the one you wanted in D box no 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 oh, I, I wanted the D box when when we're seeing it from her perspective and, and it, goes, it goes into the river oh that's what that's, so that's I was thinking yeah, no, sorry I've, no I just thought that, that I confused myself there. yeah that, that that shot of the the the, the car behind them being flipped was a little weak. Yeah. Because the truck was completely undamaged and going quite slowly and you could see the nitrogen from the nitrogen can. Oh, I didn't. I just, big, okay, yeah. big puff of nitrogen. But then they well, then they showed all the shots of the other car flipping and everything and you're just kind of like, oh, well, that's just because you got... Because the axle came off all it this. It did, stuff. yeah, yeah. And it was just like, okay. And then they went back to it and I was like, I wonder if... 
they just got there because they got there, and that that was what broke the uh, the wanna because uh, money. Yeah. Um, I did wonder if it was meant to go all the way to the the river, but then there was a few shots where you know they were hiding cuts and it span around and there was one weird it has that feel of a computer controlled shot mm. where it started in the back seat and came around Charlie yeah, Theron yeah. and then it pointed through the back and it felt a bit green screen the stuff that they were it shooting did, back it, at yeah. um, so I didn't know whether it was all I don't know it maybe some of that stuff wasn't as easy to get or as um, good as maybe they thought no, it might, it be, might be an idea could like, be. just because there was a few visual mind you the, compared to Valerian there was one visual effects company so true, true. so they probably had quite a lot to do I would think in, I would imagine so yeah. and sound towers mm-hmm. whatever else you got yeah because that yeah. was actually one thing that, that was a little bit um, I don't know I wouldn't say jarring but kind of maybe go hmm at the start was after the dude gets peacemaker by the car the background above the wall where the river is uh, just felt a bit matte painting. Oh, okay. It wasn't terrible, but it but it just felt a bit. Yeah, it had that kind of glow to it. Actually, yeah, didn't it? yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, there was a few bits with the uh, hey, let's cut to um, nothing dynamic. So having a little while, let's cut to a, a time lapse of the streets. Yeah, and I kept looking for modern cars. I looked for modern. The only time I think I saw modern cars was in the background of the a shot very early in the movie when she's in the back of the car and the KGB have got her. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure I saw some modern shapes in the background there. The Tesla. I think. <laughs> The DeLorean. <laughs> it's, a, it's a BMW i8. Right. Um, no, no, I thought I saw some, some kind of 90s or, or 2000s looking oh, cars. One thing I There's spotted. There's a van in the background that was like, hmm, not sure that was around in 89. When they came through the border the one time, I thought there was a Hummer set to one side, which yeah. wouldn't have been a thing then, would it? Yeah. Was the Hummer, when did the Hummer come in? I then? think the Hummer's been around since the, the early early 80s. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't think it was, because to me, it's like a, the, the Hummer is like a 90s thing. Right. Maybe maybe it's mid to late 90s. I'll look it up. I will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just that I saw that and was just like, oh, I, I drove past the wall a couple of times as well, and then Willie's Jeep drove past as well. Yeah, I like the Willie's Jeep things, but the, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is there was a mix of, of them driving past the wall, right. you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it was it's reached it, it's time appropriate because it, it's they right had before them in multiple wars. right before the Gulf War, and I think that then to me they're a big. Oh well, yeah, maybe that's war, when so. I first noticed them actually. So yeah. yeah, they could have just been there. And... Maybe they were pretty new, but. Yeah, I'm going, yeah, you're probably right. Actually, yeah. I, the, the, I also spotted an AMC Pacer outside of the airport. Ooh. I, was, I, was, I kind of did this at one point, and then when she was first picked up at the airport, there was an AMC Pacer parked in front, like a, like the car that uh, Wayne and Garth had in yeah, yeah. twelve. Yeah. Goblin, Gremlin, <laughs> Gremlin, <laughs> Goblin. That's a Hoover, isn't it? Yes, he's to make Hoovers. Oh shit. Um, yeah, uh, loved it. Loved it. Yeah, loved love both of them actually. I'm mm-hmm. I'm so glad today went the way it went. Me um, too. Considering this could have been both of us just being like, oh, I'm so bad, I'm so yeah. sad. Yeah, Which of... um, did you prefer your one or did you prefer my one? I preferred your one. Oh really? Yeah, I, I preferred the visual style of my one, but there were just a few disappointments that uh, that that led me to kind of like enjoy Atomic Blonde a bit more. But for some reason in, in uh, Valerian, a couple of the fight scenes just felt quite flat to me. And I think there, there was, was one that was really slow. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, why are you speeding some of this up? It was where uh, Delavine took out her two guards where she's like, well, you should really put me in cuffs because I really want to escape. Yeah. And I'm not going to trick you or anything. Here, look. And then it <laughs> just... Punch. It's like it's from the original Star Wars, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just, um, and then there was a flip where it was just like, have they slowed that down? Yeah. Like, no one should flip that. They've got momentum. They're a body. Well, and some of the dialogue delivery during... We're going back to Valerian, but That's never fine. mind. Some of the dialogue delivery during the action scenes, so particularly in the scene where they uh, steal the jellyfish. Okay. 
uh, with the submarine. The, the, <laughs> it's not its mouth. <laughs> yeah, the, the dialogue, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. The dialogue was delivered in a really kind of flat way that felt like it was so, <coughs> so separate from the, the exciting CG action that was going on. Okay. Um, and that happened a, a couple of times. And I think what they were going for, and not that scene so much, but in other fight scenes where that was happening, was was the whole like, oh, we're fighting, but we're quipping too, and it just didn't quite yeah. didn't quite work. We're snarky, but we're sincere, but we're not. Huh? Yeah. I would say that yours was more consistent to its world True. than than mine was. Okay, yeah, but I, I can see that. preferred mine because I'm ace. Okay. And if you want to see a film, you should go and see a film that I tell you to go and see. But I'm not going to tell you because you recommend films. films. I don't do that. <laughs> Mark wins. <laughs> Mark wins. This episode, in in the first camp uh, cinema off, Mark, Mark wins. wins. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Marvelous. Yep. Right. Can't get better than that. Nope. The first. I wish I called it the first great camp cinema. You got a chance of still recording. The first great camp cinema off. That's, I don't know, I'm not going to take the time to cut that in. <laughs> so thanks for listening to the first episode of Gamp Live. Um, I'm hoping we're going to get to do this again sometime. Uh, not least because it means that, that uh, I will either be visiting Sir in the UK or Sir will be visiting me here in the US. Um, so hopefully yeah, hopefully we get to, get to do that again because it was a fun format and... Uh, even though the quality wasn't quite what we uh, what we like to provide, it was still a really fun experience to do. So uh, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.